Hello and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews and the summer of super finally comes to a close with 2007's Justice League. The movie that brings us DC's most powerful superheroes together to take down their most mightiest foe, well it was supposed to be anyway, until things went awry. From Zack Snyder's family issues to rewrites to reshoots and that upper lip. With effects that look like they're from 20-year-old computers, a script patched together from Avenger cast-offs, uh, Avenger cast-off ideas, and a weak supervillain, here it is, Justice League. I saw this in cinema twice, once in IMAX 3D and once in 2D, because I couldn't believe how shoddy the effects were. I just thought it was a bad projection, hence why I saw it in 2D, because sometimes these IMAX projections are a bit naff. Anyway, but nope. Uh, the effects are straight out of Lord of Rings PlayStation 2 video game, and not even a cutscene. Bad. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's bad. Plus, the story feels blah, uh, like it's trying its hardest to be Guardians of the Galaxy and failing miserably. Anyway, with its huge $300 million budget, this thing pulled in a woeful $657 million. So here it is, Justice League 2017, starring Henry Cavill. Ben Affleck, Gil Gadot, Ezra Miller, Jason Mawa, Ray Fisher, Amy Adams, Jeremy Irons, J.K. Simmons, Diana Lane, Kieran Hines, directed by Zack Snyder and Josh Wheaton. The plot, the world mourns Superman's death and has lost all hope, so much so the cosmos can feel it, and a demigod thinks this is his chance to destroy the Earth. The Justice League, led by Batman and Wonder Woman, must form and fight back. However, realising they're outgunned, they must bring back Superman from the death at the hands of his doomsday in Batman v Superman. Can Superman and Batman play nice? Is Steppenwolf stoppable? Will the Flash get his brunch? Find out here! On to the new-ish format to the podcast, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. The good being anything I find good or entertaining about said movie. The bad is anything I find bad or stupid about said movie, and the ugly is anything I find ugly or just bad taste about said movie. With that, let's dive into Henry Cavill's third and possibly last time in the blue dice. On to my first good, the new animated DC logo with all the Justice League, including Green Lantern and Hot Girl. It's kind of cool, actually. I'm surprised it didn't actually rip off Marvel's flipping page logo as this seems to rip off everything Marvel did. My first bad, the two annoying kids interviewing Superman, once again played by Henry Cavill, for their quote podcast. Does everyone have to have a bloody podcast nowadays? Yes, I'm aware of the irony. And the ugly, my first ugly, that is, that CGI top lip enough said. And I blame Tom Cruise for that actually for crying out loud, dodgy ass lip. Can I just, ugh, moving on. Another good, but I just scratched that. Moving on, because of fucking reshoots, I mean, for God's sake, can I just left the moustache on? Or at least shave it back a little touch, moving on. Uh, da, 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 da. Another good. Superman actually smiles in this. A gone, this is a dour, Dark Knight-style Superman. Maybe not, since this has been bloody cancelled and rebooted again, because Marvel... Oh, sorry, not Marvel. Warner Bros. is not happy with this thing, because they want to copy Marvel. Oh, for God's sake... On to another bad, the CGI slash character design for the Parademons look like they are cheap and rejected from the Lord of the Bloody Well Rings. I mean, really? 
these parademons look fucking ridiculous. Which brings me to another ugly. Nothing looks real. It is all filmed on a soundstage and it looks like it. I've seen better background effects on fucking Sin City movies and all of that was on black or green screen. This movie just looks blah. And where the hell did the money go? This is a $300 million production. Where the fuck did it go? On to another good. Batman wants gameplay by Ben Affleck. It's ridiculous with Arkham Games, fighting style, gadgets, etc, etc. And he kind of pulls it off. On to another bad. Why did the parademon Batman was fighting just explode, leaving behind a clue to the three mother boxes when caught? I mean, it just explodes in a pile of green, translucent, I don't know what that was, goo. And it leaves the clues of three boxes on its place. I mean, what the hell was that all about? Unexplained. On to another ugly. Four full minutes of the world, either mourning someone's death or going to shit because of the chancers taking the chance on how the world can't stop anybody, even bog standard muggers and racist folk, as we see a few people getting harassed on the streets, but the cops are bloody near useless because Gotham City and Metropolis cops are too busy relying on the bloody superheroes such as Batman and Superman instead of actually doing their fucking job. Hmm. Thing is, however, Superman was hated in Batman and Superman, so where the hell did all this love come from all of a sudden? Again, not explained. On to another good. Wonder Woman, once again played by Gil Gadot, fight in the Old Bailey in London. Although how the hell did you get up on top of Lady Justice statue? Hmm, no matter. The fight scene is badass and pros Wonder Woman is a force to be reckoned with. But speaking of the Old Bailey, another band, the Old Bailey terrorist plot makes no sense. They think by planting one bomb will bring the modern world to its knees. Who do they think they are? V? From V for Vendetta? I mean, come on, really? One bomb's going to completely destroy modern worlds. Right then. On to another ugly. The quick introductions slash reintroductions of all the Justice League members. It's like the movie cannot sit still for 30 seconds. It has to have another fight scene or something else exciting happening. Give the story a chance to breathe for crying out loud writers. You don't have to be going 102,000 miles an hour every single second. Calm down a little bit. My God. I suppose it was Warner Bros. saying this must be an under two hour movie, which is why this thing goes over two hours and one minute, I believe. I mean, for crying out loud, calm the beans already. Just let it rest. Dear God. On to another good. Alfred, once again played by Jeremy Irons, keeps Batman on his toes and pretty much runs everything. Give this man his own movie already. I mean, just do it. Also, I love the fact he wears old army clothes and not a butler outfit. And I love the little subtle nod to Batman Returns with the wind-up penguins. Check my archives for Batman Returns. Another bad, Aquaman, played by Jason Mal... I can't say his name. Malwa. Of Stargate Atlantis, Game of Thrones and Conan the Barbarian remake, not to mention Baywatch, is... More like a GQ cover model than the King of the Sea. He just pouts and mean mugs the cameras. Really? You're going to have Aquaman as just a bloody male model? Right then. With tattoos and a sculptured body and yada yada yada. And he's not the King of the Seas. We'll have to do green bloody well suit. Hmm. Moving on to another ugly. The product placements such as Gillette Razors and the Mercedes Benz are out of bloody well control. Mind you, this is a $300 million budget, so I guess I had to pay for it somewhere, so... <laughs> on to another good. 
the Amazons fight to get Strippenwolf away from the mother box they hold, led by Queen Hippototla. Played by Connie Nelson is good, although the CGI, uh, the CGI, I can't fucking speak. The CGI is poor. It feels like a cutscene from a 2015 video game. On to another bad, Barry Allen slash The Flash, played by Ezra Miller. Off we need to talk about Kevin, Fantastic Beast movies, and Suicide Squad. I can't speak. Is your atypical millennial only caring about brunch, trivial things, can't sit still for more than one second and wants to be in the it crowd, plus he's comic relief and the jokes are woeful. Still, could be worse. Could be fucking up the timelines as he is in a bloody TV show. On to another ugly, Salas Stone, played by Joe Morton of Terminator 2 Speed, the post 2000, check my archives, is basically Miles Dyson messing around with technology he has no business messing around with to create the cyborg. I mean, hasn't he learned his lessons from Terminator 2? Don't mess around with cybernetics. <laughs> anyway, moving on to another good, Commissioner Gordon, played by J.K. Simmons of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, Juno and Whiplash, is straight out of Arkham Games, Moustache and Terrible Wig the Lot. On to another bad, Cyborg, played by Ray Fisher, of all this, is wasted, all he does is data dump stuff and just stand around controlling things, plus his backstory of how he isn't in control of his gadgets goes absolutely nowhere. What a waste of a badass character. I mean, Jesus Christ, he just stands around and goes, Oh, I can't control my powers. Oh, I can hack into anything because I'm a super cyborg. Nothing. Wasted. And on to another ugly. The CGI news for Stripping Wolf, voiced by Kieran Hines of Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy remake, Harry Potter movies, Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life, check markers again. And a woman in black is terrible. It was like concept art been sitting around a computer for about 20 or so years and is finally used here. Plus, his character is boring. He's just a big, bad CGI mess. Again, where the hell did the money go? I'm not going to go bang on and on and on about how bad is CGI in this because the CGI is fucking terrible. But what the hell? Where the hell did the money go? On to another good. The bat crawler is really cool, although it looks more like a spider than a bat to me, but eh, moving on. To another bad, the mother boxes comes across as more as infinity stones. I mean, there's a line dropped where I think it was Cyborg or the Flash, no, no it was Cyborg, saying that these are ultimate power and clean power can be taken from these boxes. That is very bloody infinity stones. So, hmm, take that, Marvel. Another ugly, the constant CGI zooming in on something is really annoying. It happens about 10 or so times this bloody movie and it's super annoying. On to another good, The Flash actually does something useful in this movie, bringing Bart Clark Kent to life on a Kryptonian ship using the final mother box of men. I mean, he actually does something useful, not just stands around and moans about how he's scared of everything and he doesn't do any fighting, he just runs around and pushes people over. What a little wimp. On to another bad. If all Amazonians are super strong and kick-ass fighters, then what makes Wonder Woman so special? Hmm. Another ugly. Lois Lane, once again played by Amy Adams, is nothing but a lovelorn, quote, ultimate weapon, pining after Superman, and then when he's back, she's a puppy dog and totally wasted. Yes, well done there, writers. On to another good. 
quote, a bad Superman single-handedly kicks all the Justice League's ass while not breaking a, breaking a sweat. On to another bad. Here we go. Martha Kent, once again played by Dinah Lane, loses at the farm and has to live in a studio apartment in Metropolis. Ouch. So she loses her son, she loses her farm, and she loses her job, and she's stuck in a shitty dead-end job as a bloody well waitress. Not saying that waitressing is bad, but come on, she's in her, what, late 50s or 60s? Dear, oh dear. I'm going to get complaints from everybody and their granny for that one, but moving on. Two, another ugly. The, quote, greatest fight between the Amazons, the Atlanteans, and a tribe of men versus Steppenwolf's army. Steppenwolf's even... Army, what's like a Lord of Rings cutscene? I mean, it's just a CGI mess. On to another good. The Flash noticing Superman can form in his speed force and a oh shit moment in his eyes is just classic. On to another band. The Mother Box backstory is very one ring to roll them all. Did someone at DC get the Lord of Rings books uh, mixed up with the Bloody Bill scripts? Hmm. Moving on to another ugly. Barry Allen, the ultimate millennial. Morning people are too slow for them. They can't keep up with his fast-paced lifestyle. Maybe that's because millennials change their fucking mind every 30 seconds and it's hard to damn near impossible for us, quote, normal folk to keep up. Also, god damn you, Spider-Man Homecoming. Bruce Wayne is basically Tony Stark and Barry Allen is basically Peter Parker. Again, can DC do anything new and fresh and not just copy bloody well Marvel? Where in the hell is originality in Hollywood? What am I saying? Hollywood has never been original. I mean, it's all been bloody reboots and copies and blah, 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 blah. On to another good. Wonder Woman is a great leader of the Justice League. And Batman is not bloody well needed. On to another bad. The Flashies first meeting with Bruce Wayne. The jokes are terrible. Uh, Guess this is what happens when Josh Wheaton, uh, Josh Wheaton rather, is writing the scripts. Plus, can his living space be any more bloody jam-packed with millennial buzz stuff? Add more bloody well meta. He's watching K-pop, has Adventure Time running, also Rick and Morty, and he has a crazy taxi prop on the wall, and there's graffiti everywhere. We get it already, he's fucking young. On to another ugly, The Flash is afraid of everything and did i mention i hate his characterization i can't fucking see it his character on to another good the subtle news of the original batman theme throughout the movie i actually quite like that and on to yet another bad i know i keep on banging on and on and on about how bad the cgi is but this is piss poor the fight between Streppenwolf wolf and the atlantis people is a green screen cgi mess with things flying over a bloody well place. On to another ugly, yet another fight. Is this all this movie? This is one big fight scene. This one between Stripping Wolf and Wonder Woman in the Gotham Harbour. Can we have something more than just data dumps and fights? I don't know, backstory would be nice, but no, we have to have a fight because reasons? <sighs> another good. In the final fight, they make Aquaman a Badass, and not just a butt of the DCU. Actually, quite like that one, actually. On to another bad. What is the point of coming back and forth to the unnamed Russian family in not Chernobyl? What was the point of that? I mean, they just go back and forth, back and forth. I mean, they said that there's supposed to be like 2,500 people in that not Chernobyl um, 
landscape, but it's only one family country on. Why? On to another ugly. Quicksilver's Speed Force was done better in X-Men Days of Future Past and Age of Ultron compared to the flashy Speed Force. That looks bloody pathetic. On to another good. Bruce Wayne buys the Kent farm. Well, he buys the bank and then gives Clark Kent back the farm. Would it be easier just to buy the farm? I mean, would it be cheaper and easier to buy the farm, not buy the whole fucking bank? Billionaires for you. Hmm. On to another bad. Wonder Woman, the ultimate Amazon. Uh, yet she can't down strip him with herself, even though she took down Ares, a god of war, single-handedly in her own movie. Why did DC decide to depower Wonder Woman? Anyway, uh, moving on to another ugly. Bruce comes up with a plan to bring Baxman to life. That's straight out of Lex Luthor's playbook, which none of the Justice League liked because they're still not Superman in it. Like, yet they do it anyway. What in the actual hell? On to my second final good. Bruce Newsies Wayne Manor. Well, the burned out shell of enemy from Bane's attack. Hmm. As the Hall of Justice. And to another bad. It just hit me watching this movie. The fight between Justice League Light, minus Superman that is. Where did Wonder Woman get her undestructible sword from? I thought it was a one of a kind in Wonder Woman, yet Ares destroyed it. What in the actual hell would she get that sword from? They can cut through pretty much everything. I mean, that's not explained, but moving on to another ugly. When is this supposed to be set? Batman drops the Gotham Harbour was rebuilt, but it was dumped again in 2026. And as Barry Allen tries to get into the Kryptonian ship, his date of birth is 11-6-10. But he's about 25. So when is this set? 2030? 2028? I mean, who gives a shit? And moving on to my final good. The Flash and Superman's race in the mid-credits. It shows Superman can actually have some bloody well fun, crack a smile and have a joke. Uh, hold on to your butts and fasten your seatbelts. We're going to have a slew of bad and uglies. Here we go then. On to another bad. Bruce blackmail slash guilt trips Diana into letting him get his own way. What in the actual fuck? Another ugly. Why does all the men in this have to be shirtless? Aquaman, Cyborg, Batman and Superman. Also, how did he wear his suit when he came back to life and he just flies out the Kryptonian ship and all he's wearing is a pair of dress trousers ripped to shreds. What happened to the suit? Hmm. I mean, can we say me too? Could you imagine if that was, say, Supergirl and she was brought back to life and she's doing her whole fight scene in nothing but a brand panties? I mean, really? Could you imagine the uproar or even the uproar? have to change Wonder Woman's costume, which they did, and the feminists hated it, but nothing said about having Batman shirtless, um, Superman shirtless for a good 20 minutes. Uh, I don't think the Flash actually gets shirtless, but Aquaman shirtless for a good fucking portion of his time on screen, and there's a quick shirtless scene of Cyborg, and nothing said about that. But moving on to another bad. No security on a Kryptonian ship yet again. Come on, DC. Continuity. Want to these snake robot type things? Just float around and do bugger all. Yet, when Lois Lane found a Kryptonian ship, she was instantly attacked and almost killed. On to another ugly. They news Lois Lane as bait. 
And let's all go with Uncivil Superman and no one bats an eye. Well done, Justice League there. Well, bloody well done. On to another bad. It took an hour and 12 minutes to get Superman back on screen of a two-hour movie. Really? On to another ugly. The whole cyborg can't control his powers thing is brought up many, many times, yet goes absolutely nowhere. What was the point in that one then? Another bad. Quote, bad Superman is only on screen for less than five minutes. They could have milked this and made it more and more and more of him. In fact, he could have kicked all the Justice League's action not just a quick fight. And he could have loved to put him in a black Superman suit. Come on, really? On to another ugly. Wonder Woman goes from leader of the Justice League to mother of Justice League. Hashtag feminist power. Yay. Hashtag sarcasm. So don't get your panties in a wad. Another bad. Batman jokes he has internal injuries. Injuries, because that's funny, right? Uh, dear, oh dear. On to another ugly. There's a zombie Superman in the DCU. I'm just going to leave that one right there. To another bad. The Justice League just stand there while Steppenwolf takes the last mother box. Couldn't the Flash have gotten it during the fight after he did? Absolutely bugger all during this fucking fight. Useless millennial. <clears throat> On to another ugly. How are they going to explain Clark Kent coming back from the dead years after being away? Loss of memory? I mean, what's a brick phone said and they lost his memory and they've buggered off to another family? How are they going to explain both Superman and Clark Kent coming back to life at the exact same time? Still, moving on to another bad. The infighting between the League members is dropped after one quick fight. Not even a split up going their own way. Chick fix, second act split up. I mean, if DC wants to copy Marvel, at least do it right. In Civil War, there's actual Civil War. And this, there's not even a bloody well spat. <sighs> Pathetic. On to another ugly. Why is not Chernobyl landscape red? So a nuclear power melt, nuclear power plant meltdown causes red soil? Okay then. On to another bad. Why is the bat troop carrier not in the shape of a bat? Uh... Isn't that Batman's thing? His whole, all these fancy toys are basically shaped like bats, like the Batwing, the Batmobile, the Batarang, the Bat, whatever else he's bloody well got, bike, boats, and helicopters, and God knows what. Moving on to another ugly, once the Justice League fully form, they're all but useless against Steppenwolf. Uh... They've extremely powered down Wonder Woman. Again, she can kill a god single-handedly, but not a demigod slash alien. Why? On to another bad. Batman's fancy toys seem to fall to pieces at relative ease. All this money and he has shit bloody gadgets. Hmm. On to my second last ugly. The CGI news for the end fight is bloody awful and piss well poor. On to another bad. Everyone is instructable in the final fight, even Batman. Then there is no stakes. What's the point of making everybody indestructible? Wonder Woman and Superman I get because they're, well, gods. Aquaman I'm not sure about, but the Flash is human and so is Batman. Why are they too indestructible? And my final ugly. The CGI plants after Steppenwolf's defeat. What the fuck? What the hell is the point of having these ridiculous flowers? Okay, here we go. We have one, two, another three bads. So let's just knock these ones out. 
it takes an hour and 40 minutes of a tour movie to get Superman in the suit and actually fighting. Why? Another bad, the big bad end of worlds gets killed by his own army of fear-feeding parademons. Oh, because he was defeated then. Why wasn't he eaten 5,000 years ago when he was first defeated? That makes no bloody well sense. And my final bad... Lex Luthor is somewhat out of jail and is starting up his own Legion of Doom. Ooh, original. And I can't stand Lex Luthor. No! So, that was Justice League. What can I say? The story is over the place, the CGI is piss fucking poor, and I cannot stand the Flash. Storylines are dropped, the big bad is easily killed, and the story doesn't hang around for anything. This is just one big fight scene after the next. Also, where the hell did the money go? The CGI is pathetic in this fucking movie. Did Josh Wheaton cost that much money to do a cheap rewrite for fuck's sake? I'm going to give this thing a woeful 3 out of 10. This thing is terrible. But thankfully, that wraps up the summer of super and I can go back to non-stop horror for the foreseeable future. Including October being House of Eight, Malik of the House movies, movies even. November being No Scare November, my look at the scary movie movies. December being Festive Fear 2, my look at Child's Play and Better Watch Out, plus several more. And January is John Calmdor Classics 2, including The Thing and Escape from New York. February is Love Sucks Vampire Movies and the rest, well, you'll find out later. So, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and email me with suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Also, share, like, comment and subscribe. Check out my other superhero podcasts of Iron Man, Captain America and Blade. Also, my solo ones of Batman and Robin, Supergirl, Catwoman and many more. A bye. Now, I'm off to have some brunch.